0: I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, you can have the breakthroughs that changes lives. Each week, me and my guests share with you how we're making an impact with our message and the stories behind our success. So that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Well, I'm so excited today to have Ollie Matthews, who is a health and wellness coach working with high achieving entrepreneurs, taking them from burnout to peak performance. Um, Ollie, welcome. I'm super excited to have you here. Tell me a little bit about what you do. And I just kind of gave that intro, but let's go. I want to hear more of the details of what it is that you
1: do. Well, first off, thank thank you for having me here. I really appreciate being a guest on the podcast, but as you say, I work with high-achieving individuals and entrepreneurs, people that are CEOs, got their own business, and they're seeing signs of burning out, but they don't necessarily know it. And mm-hmm. then I actually get them to acknowledge those signs. Sometimes we, we subconsciously push them to the side, but we acknowledge those signs and then move one step at a time to really leveling up their energy, leveling up their health, making sure they can sleep through the night, and making sure that they're growing their business that they don't leave their body behind in the process and we make sure we do that we use functional medicine techniques we use nutrition we use mindset coaching kind of lifestyle coaching and training methods as well but ironically the least out of all those is the training side of things Mm -hmm. People actually go into the gym and that's usually where people seem to start when they do it on their own
0: That makes sense. And I feel like what you're doing is so important because at the end of the day, like if we don't have our energy, if we don't have our physical energy, it just makes everything so much harder. You know, focus and having the motivation and having the consistency to keep on going. If our energy is out, we're out basically, right?
1: (laughs) Exactly. And, And we kind of still push it to the side that I will deal with it tomorrow mentality. I've been there, even when, when building a health business a few years ago, I pretty much burnt out trying to train too much, trying to grow at different areas, not having the right team around me. Mm-hmm. We don't think it's going to happen to us. Burnout is something that happens to many, many people. But the more I actually see it, the more common it is that people have pushed it to the side until dealing with it is the only choice they have. Yeah. I want to get people to deal with it before then
0: that makes total sense. So I want to hear a little bit about how you got into working with what you do. I mean, what's kind of a little bit of the story. I want to hear the story.
1: (laughs) So there's there's, starting in my childhood. uh, (laughs) I know I I shared this. It usually does. I feel. Yeah. Um, I was the overweight kid, the, the person that was always on, on the, on the video games and playing that, not worrying about fitness or anything like that. And my parents split up when I was young. Mm-hmm. I think I was like six years old, seven years old. So I always had this relationship with my dad that I would see him at weekends, at school holidays, and he he was my role model. And he, we grew up and it would only be literally probably like one weekend a month and then a week here and there. He was the guy that was providing for his family. But when we say providing for his family, it was financially providing for his family. He was working the job and he was successful at what he'd done, always hit his targets. And what actually happened was he was running holiday parks over here in the UK, turning them from like nothing into something, getting headhunted. And he was 47 years old, wasn't overweight. And all of a sudden, when I was 15, he went into hospital with a migraine. Now, he had these signs that he was stressed out. He had signs of, of he was having migraines all the time. Mm-hmm. He was having brain fog and looking back at it, I could just see these signs now. But he went into hospital on the Monday and then he had a stroke. Wow. And on the Saturday he actually we had to turn off his life support machine and he passed away.
0: Wow. And I was
1: 15, I, I left school for the summer holidays and came back as the guy who or the boy whose dad died. I literally grew up so much in that holiday in that summer holidays that that completely changed my life. But I didn't realize it then that I would set myself on this journey. I then ended up going to music college, living a really unhealthy lifestyle. Then I got into the fitness world, Mm -hmm. started competing in bodybuilding. I dropped over a hundred pounds to get on the bodybuilding stage, which sounds awesome. But it was to to get intense. It sounds intense. It it was very intense, (laughs) but it essentially gave me an eating disorder and I was so obsessed with every single morsel of food that went into my mouth that I wouldn't, if I still had that now, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. And I then went into the endurance world. I started working as a personal trainer, started working with endurance athletes and professional endurance athletes, working as a nutritionist for them. I had someone in the Rio Olympics. I had someone that had done the Tour de France in like ultra endurance athletes. And I was really successful with that but that was getting them from A to B as fast as possible mm-hmm. after look on health. And then I started working with some entrepreneurs and at first there were performance goals. And I worked with a guy I mentioned at, at the um, event as well. At, when we spoke that this guy came to me and said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. I need you to tell me to do it. And I looked at his website and it was Taylor Swift's first manager. The guy that launched Taylor Swift's career, Rick Barker, he, he messaged me and I, Three months down the line, I was in his house in Nashville, Tennessee. There's all platinum plaques around him of like Taylor Swift, and we're doing a musicians health course. Then we go down to his kitchen, and he said, "Look, Ollie, you've given my wife back what she married ten years ago." And his 15 year old daughter was there, 13 year old son, and what actually like I've got goosebumps. I, I tell this story all the time. There's no short way of telling it, but it made me realize that I couldn't help my dad but I can help so many entrepreneurs and business people stressed out high achievers to not go down that same route that their 15 year old son or daughter loses their parents before their time. And that was just, the journey has been from That's
0: that. amazing. Yeah. I, I always find it so interesting that there's always or almost always a connection to our childhood or our past um, in what we do. I don't know. I, I I see that so often with the clients that I work with. Like I always ask them like, okay, I get your story of like how you started your business, but I want to hear where that came from. So I kind of love hearing your story and how at the end of the day, it all, um, like it became your purpose, right? And it became a part of your story and what you're doing and with helping people. That's super, super powerful. Um, okay, so tell me actually, what are some of those signs of burnout that these people have that they don't even notice? Because I heard you say this the other day, and I was like, okay, I feel like probably most of the people that I know would probably raise their hands and be like, yep, that's me. So I wouldn't hear what are some of those signs of burnout.
1: Uh, it's something I always say when I do talks, I say anyone got these symptoms, and pretty much everyone puts their hand up. Yeah. One of the biggest ones is is problems with sleep. So three mm-hmm. things sleep is either your head hits the pillow and you're wired and tired you you just can't get to sleep the most common one is people waking during the night to go to the toilet and Mm -hmm. as I say it's common but it's not normal and a lot of times we see things that are common and we think they're normal so waking Mm -hmm. to go to the toilet or just waking up feeling groggy and then the first thing you need to do is that you feel you need a lot more sleep so you grab the coffee and then we have Another one, which is dips of energy throughout the day, whether morning or afternoon energy dips, Mm -hmm. brain fog, cold hands and feet, migraines and headache, problems with with not being able to drop weight. One thing that I've spoke to a lot of people about um, recently is early menopause or Mm -hmm. suffering a lot when going through the menopause, especially not able to drop weight when going through the menopause. They're all signs of high levels of stress. and, And- what would potentially lead to burning out. And then we get things like gut problems, bloating, we get thyroid problems, just, there's a really long list, a very extensive list, but crazy. Yeah. Everything (laughs) that goes on in the body and every illness or chronic disease has been linked with stress.
0: That's crazy. That's so interesting to me. So why And I know that this is obvious, but I want to. I want to hear. I I feel like I always tell this to people. Like it might be obvious, but I still want to hear what your thoughts about it are. Why do we want to avoid burnout? Like, what's the consequence of not figuring this out or not solving this?
1: (laughs) Well, I'll I'll tell you a story about Mm -hmm. a lady who wasn't a client of mine, Mm -hmm. but we connected at a previous event in in Colombia early in the year, and she told me her story of burnout. And this is one of the most impactful things that I've ever heard someone say, and bear Mm -hmm. in mind, this isn't a client of mine. She was in her business doing $70,000 a month. She had Mm -hmm. her team and she had signs of burning out. And she was pushing her health. She, She was in this hustle mode, constantly going through launches, constantly like moving on to the next thing that I'll deal with that later mentality. And then what happened is she couldn't deal with it later. She started burning out. She started like literally being chronically fatigued. She started not been able to focus and she started getting bedridden now those $70,000 months even though she had a team Mm -hmm. went down to $7,000 months now she had to look at her son's bank account to try and pay her team now at the same time her landlord said that we want to sell the house do you want to buy it or and she couldn't get the credit to buy that house or another new house now, as a result, she then had to invest in her health, then mm-hmm. had to invest in some testing and things like that. And it was way more expensive than if she had done stuff. Right. before. Now, she's back to really successful. She runs a really good sales agency now. But that was just so impactful that when she said that she had to look at her son's bank account to try and pay oh. her team, and basically they were left essentially homeless because of the right. fact that they didn't have the credit to buy the house that's the biggest reason for me to say look you don't want to burn out not as a successful high achiever health is part of that achievement
0: you know it's it's interesting to me because i always kind of felt that when people talked about burnout it was more of a mindset thing and it seems to me, obviously, from what you're saying, probably mindset is a big part of it, but it's also physical. Like you physically are experiencing those symptoms of burnout. And, and that's kind of interesting. Like I always thought it was more of, I don't know, like you're just mentally tired, not necessarily physically. So I just kind of find that to be super interesting.
1: I think there is some mentality to it. But when mm-hmm. you look at the stress, there's physical stress and there's psychological stress and there's mm-hmm. physiological stress. Mm-hmm. Now we look at the physiological stress the actual uh or the the psychological no sorry the physiological stress that is the environment the toxins we're exposed to every single day mm-hmm. the toxins in the air mold exposure in, in our own homes like people walk through stores and they go past like perfume counters and all these different things where we just get smells thrown out you go mm-hmm. through um grocery stores and there's smells like thrown out every there um, then things like bpa exposure on um, like coffee cups and stuff drinking through the plastic lids all these different things that we're exposed to there's environmental stress there then there's the physical stress of the lights that we're exposed to um, when it's supposed to be getting dark and our body is switching off we, we have these screen times we're exposed to we have Training stress, as I say, people go and try and hit the gym when, when they want to drop weight straight away, but their body is potentially overtraining before mm-hmm. they even start training. Um, then there's a the physical stress that our food puts on us, for having mm-hmm. a highly processed diet or not getting the right levels of protein, not getting the right levels of water in there, all these different stresses that make a lot of difference to the body. Right. Then there's the actual psychological stress that is our perception of stress as well. So there might be emotional stress from relationships. There might be trauma from years ago, trauma from past generations. There's studies that show that survivors Mm -hmm. of Auschwitz, their grandchildren and and great-grandchildren still have trauma symptoms in their body. (laughs) And it's passed down through the generations. And it's usually more on on the mother's side as well that gets passed Mm -hmm. down with more trauma. But there's all these different stresses. And there's also the perception of, if you think about a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I hate roller coasters. So.
0: I like them. I by the way, I just saw this week. I don't know if you saw this, but they announced that um Disney had filed a patent for a new roller coaster where the the car like jumps tra- like is in the air for a certain amount of time <laughs> without a track underneath it. I was like, what? This is crazy. So I'm sure yeah, that if I you know, don't I'm love going on that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty crazy. I, that,
1: that's when we talk about perception of stress right you're on a roller coaster to chill out i would yeah. get pretty stressed on that roller coaster <laughs> and that's what that's yeah. right? exactly being poor doesn't inherently mean that you're going to be stressed
0: no it's what your
1: perception of being poor looks like decides on how stressed that, that sometimes the poorest
0: being. people are the happiest ones right
1: exactly, exactly right? right yeah <laughs> and so uh, this is all about the perception mm-hmm. the, the, the psychological aspect and the physiological aspect of it
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so I have a question that I love to ask. And it's about now like a little bit more personal, because I feel like it's so important to talk about mindset in general, um, and how we have to deal with so much stuff as entrepreneurs. So I'm curious to know, what do you do personally when you're faced with a challenge? Like how do you work on your own mindset? I'm curious to know, like, if you have any routines or it's like, I'm going to hit the gym or I'm going to meditate. So I want to know a little bit about
1: that. I think the biggest thing that has helped me Mm -hmm. do it because so many times we think about things and overthink things, I'm an INFJ. I'm a reflector when it comes to human design. So I'm just like constantly overanalyzing things. But just like getting in to start it helps. Like We talk about, oh, I've got to plan our launch or we've got to plan our our Mm -hmm. landing page and get all the copy done and all this sort of thing. But just starting helps. And I was talking to someone earlier today and we were talking about new year goals. Mm -hmm. And how in my mind is that, if we have to wait for new year to start a goal, then that goal cannot mean as much to us as we really think.
0: Exactly, because that's true.
1: still like, we're recording this in the middle of November, there's still mm-hmm. six, seven weeks left of the year. Mm-hmm. So that's a big chunk of, of percent, don't know what percentage that is out of 52, but that's a big chunk out, out of the year. Now, why can't we just start doing something and do it to the best of our ability? But there's also the mindset of of belief where, yeah. I've done a lot of work on mindset and what beliefs are my beliefs and what beliefs are my parents' beliefs. Yeah, that's true. What I learn as, as a child and we go through different stages in life of like absorbing things like a sponge and then we start living in a different way. But there's a book called Mind Made Prison. Mm-hmm. And in that book, there's a story of a couple that are frying some sausages Okay. And they have their frying pan and they cut the sausage down the middle, not lengthwise, but down the middle. And the wife asks the husband, Why do you do this? And he says, I don't know. My mom used to do it. So they ring up her- his mom and she doesn't know because her mom used to do it. And they ring up the grandparents and say, and they sh- cut the sausage down the middle because when they were younger, they couldn't afford a big enough frying pan to have the full sausage in lengthways. <laughs> and it's talking about those learned beliefs and behaviors of that yeah. mindset shift to me is that when we look at upper limits and things, mm-hmm. I, I struggled a lot with this, especially growth to where I am now speaking internationally and working with the people that I do. The place that I live is very It's quite a a low numbered community, a place called Norwich where Mm -hmm. a lot of people, everyone knows each other and the average wage is like 23,000 pounds a year, about $25,000. So there's not as much money as- Different world. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. So my mindset was that who am I to be going around and earning the money that I earn, working with the people that I earn, going around the world and speaking. So I didn't do it but that wasn't my actual, it was the learned belief of the people that I was around. And so I think to answer your question in a long way, is just do it, like literally just do the work and also think, are these beliefs mine or is it someone else's that I've learned?
0: I love that. I love that. Well, this has been so powerful and so great talking to you, Ali. Tell us a little bit about where people can find you online, um, how they can get in touch with you, all of those details.
1: So I've got uh, my website, OJAY Health, so Mm OJHealth.com. And on that, actually, if you go to OJHealth.com forward slash burnout, it's actually got the full presentation that I I gave in Miami, which is the YouTube version of it. There's like, I think it's about 30 minutes. I only had 17 minutes where where we connected in Miami. But if anyone's struggling with any of the symptoms that were said about Go through that because it will talk about these symptoms, a little bit of things of what you can do as a result of that, totally free, but also on Instagram at OJAYHelp.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Ollie, for being here. Hopefully, this was helpful for all of you. And make sure you pay attention to those signs of burnout and reach out to Ollie if you are experiencing them to get some support around that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Breakthrough Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag Breakthrough Brand The Show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, fabipaulini.com or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.
1: Con amor, Fabi.